0: hey what's going on this is madam butterfly and you are tuned into frequency bay um i am back with the second part of um reverend ike's the Disciple series uh your 12-fold divine power and uh this is part two of a (laughs) 10-hour a very very long um series and or sermon that uh Mr. River Knight gave um so it's came it's it's also I wanted to mention that it's come to my attention that um some of the videos that I've been posting don't have the best sound quality and I wanted to address that really quick um so basically it's it's a multitude of things um I don't live by myself so I have to pick and choose the times in which I'm able to record in a way that, like, doesn't disturb anybody else, uh, so there's that, um, also, um, I'm still learning my way around how the sound works with a lot of my equipment, so, uh, it's a bit hit or miss, and then, uh, the other thing that I wanted to address was, um, so I, as you can tell, have been sick for the last week. Um, I went out for the holidays with my family. We had a big gathering, and I came back with, like, a really nasty cold. So for that reason, I haven't been doing, you know, the 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 most talking in relationship to my videos um, because I, I, I sound like fucking hot, wet garbage, and I don't like to talk when I sound like this. And so... um yeah, you will get more, um, more of the content, less of my thoughts in relationship to the videos that I give. Do I have thoughts? Absolutely. Um, but I don't like to talk when I sound like this, you know, my, my voice is my bread and butter. So, um, kind of, uh, you know, shits up my mood a little bit when I get sick. I'm not a person who likes to get sick. I don't get sick often, but when I do, um, I kind of try to give myself time to to recover um but yeah I I just I just wanted to to throw that out there before I got started but I I definitely just want to hop straight into um this video uh on YouTube um shout out to YouTube um and it's about 15 minutes long so it's not too long at all um and thank you so much to Reverend Ike's legacy, the person who dis and to the people who decided to upload this this amazing information. Um, I'm definitely a huge, huge fan of uh Reverend Ike and all of his material. Uh I have a lot of friends and family who used to uh be devotees of the prophet, Mr. Reverend Ike. He's great at what he does and I really hope that you guys are able to uh, hear everything in a way that, uh, does not I hope that you're able to hear everything, um, and that it's not, like, a problem or an issue or anything. So, let me just go ahead and hop right in.
1: Because I'm going to give you a list of the disciplines, the disciples, the functions of your mind. And your homework is going to be to recognize these disciplines. Recognize these aspects. Another step in making a disciple of an attribute of the mind is the call. You must summon the faculties of your being. You must summon your indwelling mind qualities. I heard Orr Roberts and his son Richard talking about something very interesting. The father said that when Richard was a little fellow... He was about to have some warts cut off of his hand. And so his father said to him, well, Richard, uh, do you know that if you believe that, that God will take those warts off of your hand without you having to have them taken off surgically? And so he said, well, Dad, what do I have to do? He said, well, you have to release your faith to God. And so he said, all right. He said, I want to do that. And so he said, well, come on, I'm going to pray for you now, and you release your faith to God. And so Richard, the little fellow, began to say, Faith, go to God. Faith, go to God. (laughs) Oh, this is another cue the mastermind Jesus tells us. Except you become, as a little child, you shall in no wise enter in. You see, he was told, okay, if you want God to do this for you, you just have to let your faith go to God. So he said, Faith, get up, go to God. (laughs) And you see, this is a summoning of faith. This is a calling forth of faith. So you must call your disciples. This week, you're calling your disciples. You're going to practice this. I've given you a list of the disciples, and I'm going to give them to you verbally in just a moment. But you're going to call them this week. I want you to call them every day this week for at least seven days. Most of you, if you're like me, you'll continue to do it. And give them instructions. You wonder why certain things are going wrong in your life, you haven't given your disciples instructions. You must call them. You must summon them. You must command them. Another step in the making of a disciple or disciplining the attributes of the mind is teaching and training. I quote Reverend Ike again, tell your mind what to think. You must practice all of the positive truths that you know and then practice the practicing. That's another thing around here. Not only have you got to learn how to think right, You have to what? Practice it. And not only do you have to practice it, you have to do what? Practice the practicing. Do you know how many years it took you to learn how to get your thoughts all screwed up? And that's another thing, you know, some people come here and they just want a one split second zap. Reverend Ike, work a miracle for me. Uh Uh-oh. Reverend Ike zapped me one time so I can get rid of my arthritis and rheumatism. So that I can go right on back and think like I've been thinking and live like I've been living. Don't tell me to change my thinking, Reverend Ike. Don't tell me to change my mind. Just zap me. That's like a drunk man coming in here saying, Well, Reverend Ike, I don't want to stop drinking my liquor. I just don't want to be drunk. <laughs> so just zap me so I won't be drunk. But don't bother my liquor. But I want you to know I'm getting down to some new business in this ministry. And you can't get around the formula of the Apostle Paul. Be you transform By the renewing of your mind. I love zapping people. And sometimes I zap people. Sometimes I zap people right out of their wheelchair. But ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that successful living is a way of life, which is a way of thinking. Good health is a way of thinking. Love and happiness are a way of thinking. Success and prosperity are a way of thinking. Money is a way of thinking. Write that down and you say that over and over this week until you can hear it in your sleep. Everything is a way of thinking. And I must learn and practice that way of thinking. Then I must practice the practicing. This is a good self-examination question for you. How long did it take me to learn my negative ways? How long did it take me to learn my negative thinking? And you see, after people have thought negatively, all these years they come in here and they want to get rid of it all in a zap. Yes, many times you do. Get some wonderful zaps, and I thank God for the zaps. But if you want to be healthy, you better learn how to think healthy. You better learn how to change your thinking. And to establish your thinking in God, you have to teach and train the attributes of your mind, and it's a daily job. Another step for making a disciple of the attributes of your mind is study. Say that with me. From 2 Timothy, the second chapter, and the 15th verse, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now that one little word is what a lot of people want no part of. No, Reverend, Ike, I just want a zap. Don't tell me anything about studying, coming out here on Tuesday nights in the cold to stuff, Reverend, night. it's too cold. Oh, no, Reverend Aika. just zap me so I can get some money to get these bills off of my back. I don't want to study. <laughs> and I'm good at zapping you so you can get some money. But I want to do more than zap you. I want to let you know that money is a way of thinking and teach you how to think that way continually so that you can have money continually. <laughs> so I want to be more than just a zapper to you. I'll zap you, but let me teach you
0: i think that's hilarious um and like right off the cuff the information that um he's giving the things that he's saying um are so true in relationship to how the mind works um what we think is directly related to how we feel and vice versa because Anywhere the mind goes, the body has to follow. So it's it's really interesting how he's breaking things down and the way that he's saying certain things. Um but this is this is really brilliant information. We've got about ten more minutes left, nine more minutes. Yeah. Uh I hope you're well, I hope you all are enjoying
1: says again take my yoke upon you and learn of me and yes Jesus did he went around zapping people too he even zapped some of them out of the graveyard but to his disciples he said what take my yoke upon you and learn oh when you get to the point where you figure you don't need to learn anything else boy you are in the saddest possible shape <laughs> so don't you ever reach the point where you don't think you need to learn now, now, I'm going to call your attention to St. Matthew, the 10th chapter in the 1st verse. Notice what Jesus, the God-conscious mind, does with the 12 faculties of his mind. And I tell you what, before I even read this, I'm going to give you a list of the 12 disciples and what they symbolize as faculties of the mind. Then I'll show you what the God-conscious mind What the God-conscious man does (laughs) with the 12 faculties of his mind because this is what you must do. You know, there's too much of this reading the Bible thinking, well, that's what happened then. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got news for you. The Bible is what's happening now. Yeah, I got some more news for you too. Jesus is not what did happen. Jesus is what's happening right now. But you see, this is the problem with the theologian. The theologians have locked Jesus up into the past and into the future. Jesus is not a was or a will be. Jesus is. Jesus is what's happening right now. And you see we've got to get God, we've got to get the Bible, and we've got to get Jesus out of the was into the is. God says I am. And this business of Jesus and the 12 disciples that we're studying about in this series, I want you to understand that These are things that are happening within your mind, within your being, when? Right now, right here and right now. You have your 12 disciples, whether you know it or not, or whether you do anything with them or not. If you don't do anything with them, they're surely going to do something with you. And if you don't tell them what to do with you, baby, Judas will hang you, Thomas will doubt you, Peter will deny you. Philip won't even know the Father. They'll go to sleep on you while you're praying. You'll be wondering why your prayer's not answered. Your disciples are sleeping. The disciples are what's happening right now. Jesus is what's happening in me right now. This is what I'm trying to show you. And these disciples, these disciplines of your mind will serve you if you train them, if you teach them. If you call them, if you recognize them, if you command them, if you commission them, they'll watch while you pray. Here now are the names of the 12 disciples of Jesus of a God-conscious mind and the qualities that they represent. Simon, later surnamed Peter. Simon represents the faculty of the quality of hearing, right hearing. And after right hearing, develops rock faith. Therefore, Simon Peter represents the esoteric faculty of hearing, which develops faith. The second disciple, a quality of the mind, is a brother, a relative of Peter. His name is Andrew, representing strength and courage. The third disciple is James, son of Zebedee, which represents judgment, right judgment, righteous judgment, and wisdom. The fourth disciple is John, which represents love and affection. And I'll just make some more remarks here about John for a moment. In the Bible, in certain cases when Jesus and John were mentioned, John was lying or leaning upon Jesus' breast. This is where we are able to identify that quality and what it represents in the psychology of man. John represents the quality, the faculty of love and affection. The fifth disciple of Jesus, or the fifth discipline of the God-conscious mind, is Philip, representing power. Power of the word, power of expression, power of demonstration. The sixth disciple of Jesus, or the God conscious man, is Bartholomew, representing imagination, (coughs) your power of visualization. The seventh disciple of Jesus, the God conscious mind, is Thomas, representing Understanding, spiritual reasoning, denial of evil. The eighth disciple of Jesus, or the God conscious man, is Matthew, representing the will, will of God, will of good. The ninth disciple of Jesus, or the God conscious man, is James, son of Alphaeus, sometimes called James the Less. And he represents the discipline of order, divine order. The tenth disciple of Jesus, or the God-conscious mind, is Thaddeus, representing praise. And the eleventh disciple of Jesus is Simon the Canaanite, representing zeal, zealous to hear good news, hearer of good news. Now, let me comment on Simon for just a moment. In the Hebrew, Simon comes from the word Shama, And I was able to identify one of the words that I use quite often when I speak in other tongues. Shama. And I was wondering what it was, what that praise was. But it means to hear, to give ear. Now, the twelfth disciple of Jesus is Judas. And it may surprise you, but Judas in the correct sense, means life, life conserver and detachment. Now, let us notice what the God-conscious man does with these 12 faculties of the mind. Matthew, the 10th chapter, and the first verse. And when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out, and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Let us call our twelve disciplines of mind. And in doing this, I'm going to read the verse of Scripture again from St. Matthew, the tenth chapter and the first verse. Repeat after me. And when Jesus had called unto him, His 12, his 12 disciples he gave them power he gave them power you as a God conscious mind you as a God conscious person must call must discipline must teach, must train the discipline, the aspects the qualities of your mind and give and as i say this is not something that happened way back there but jesus is what's happening now place your hands now in a calling position and repeat this after me right here and right now i call and command the functions of my mind To serve my God purposes. (inaudible) To serve my good purposes. (inaudible) purposes. (inaudible) Disciples, Disciples. you will serve God in me. You will serve the good in me. You will serve the the Christ of my being.
0: That's some serious drop mic stuff right there. <laughs> I I could never get enough of Reverend Ike. I this he was a phenomenal individual, and I I just I can't sing enough of his praises. But that is all I have for us today. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Frequency Bay. I hope you learned something. I hope you got something out of the information that I brought to you today. Um, and I definitely hope that you decide to do your own research in relationship to uh Reverend Ike and his his messages. Um, because they're definitely definitely good stuff in relationship to um In relationship to developing your own individual self, I would recommend this to any um, high schooler, any college student who is on a journey of self-discovery. But um, until next time, uh, that'll be all. Madam Butterfly out.